Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Handling Today's Consumers in Real Estate with your host, Evan Russell, broker owner of ERA Russell Realty Group. He is a 10-year licensed broker who has successfully coached and trained over 500 agents and turned his independent brokerage into a $50 million company before joining one of the top real estate franchises, ERA. Evan delivers his real-world real estate experience to you, the real estate agent. You can follow Evan on the Twitter feed at WorkWithEvan using hashtag AskEvan. For all your questions, concerns, comments, ideas, or anything else real estate related. What's up, Mighty RRG? Big Evan back in the house. Hey, uh, Keith locked it down last week for us. Did a nice job. I listened to his call. Did a, did a good job. Happy to have you guys with us today. Another exciting episode. Beautiful Monday. I had a you know very pretty weekend. I had a great weekend. A couple days off on Friday. And uh, ready to get back in the saddle here. So, I just had a uh, I just had a couple things here, and I, I'm I read through these articles at night. You know, uh, go to Inman News and Active Rain, and you know these Facebook guys trying to you know sell Facebook product to you and that sort of thing, and uh, you know jumping on it trying to make money. You know, the, one of the easiest things to do, or one of the most popular things to do, is to, is to get a product and sell it to real estate agents. Real estate agents are, are notoriously suckers for just buying kind of whatever's out there, you know, the, the magic bullet, the silver bullet. You know, that's why we say when you come on board here, you know, don't buy anything because we've probably done it. We've probably purchased it. We've probably had it or have it uh, and can pass along what's kind of good and what's not very good. So you're not wasting your money. But, you know, a lot of times I read through these articles and these, these kind of, you know, elevator speeches as to why you should buy a particular product. And every once in a while that, you know, I get, I get some good ones. And, uh, you know, I've got a good one today. But what I want to do, what I want to share with you today is as I had lunch with a, another agent last week, week before, I don't, I don't typically do that kind of stuff. I'm not really a, a small talk, let's go have lunch and shoot the shit kind of and talk about nothing kind of person. But this lady I, I had a, a, you know, I had a kind of deal with, you know, we had a, a transaction together. It was, a, it was a very good transaction. I kind of asked her, you know, does anything else come, come from it? It was a local house here in North Reading. She put on the market and sold it. Uh, it was in a pretty good neighborhood. And I said, you know, have you gotten any business from that, from that, you know, particular listing? And her answer was, well, you know, I, I sent out, you know, postcards and just sold postcards, but nothing has come of it. So I said, well, let me see the postcard. So she, so she shows me the postcard. It really no call to action, no website, and a phone number, no particular statistics, nothing like that. It was basically like just sold, right? And that's commonly what we see out there. You know, the, the, the normal agent says, Oh, sold another house, or hey, you know, closed another deal, or and I know we we kind of talk about this from time to time about this rhetoric about why real estate agents think it's so important to to advertise and brag about their success as opposed to advertising and bragging about their market stats. So, for example, if you go to Jordan's Furniture and you talk to a sales lady, you know, the sales lady says, "I'm one of 60 people who sold two million dollars in furniture last year." I think I know what I'm talking about. That holds a little more weight than selling. Yeah, you should buy this umbrella because if your kid spills wine on it, you're, you know, you know, it's going it, to you know, it, it'll it'll stay clean. Right? So I think that that the stats are are in these in these marketing efforts are a little more important. So let me go back to the point. The point is that you sent this postcard out, right? And in that very same neighborhood in the last 4 months, 
three houses have gone for sale. One with a broker, one with fair sale by owner, one with a different company. So, I, you know, I kind of want to call her and be like, listen, this is exactly what I'm talking about. You send out a just, a just sold card, which had no particular information on it other than your face, the house, the phone number, and some general website that doesn't have any particular information in it other than, look at me, I'm great, search for homes, and, you know, I'm the, I'm the one for you. So to be a normal agent or to be a basic agent, or in our case, you know, we want you to be a, a, you know, a super agent, you have to do things above and beyond, right? You have to get out of the box, right? And the more I, I teach you guys these things week after week after week, the more I, I instill these, you know, complicated training classes. You come in, you know, you want to set your talents up. Okay, well, that includes a certain amount of things. You come in, you want to, you know, put some Craigslist ads up. Okay, well, where are you going to drive the traffic, right? It's very easy for you to come in. And for you just to be basic, call, you know, Holmes and Wilmington, call me, right? Holmes and Wilmington, click here, right? But they don't say any, anything, right? So let's take an example. We'll go back to the postcard thing. But let me give you an example. Which ad is someone more likely to click on a Craigslist? Seven homes just listed under 300 or free list of Wilmington homes, right? Or... Or, you know, six homes just hit the market at Wilmington with four beds under 500, right, is a more catchy title. It's going to bring more people. It's going to bring more curiosity. People like to see what's different. People want to be sold, but they want to they be the one that makes the decision, right? So we go back to the just sale, just sold postcard. Don't you think in that postcard that was sent out to my particular neighborhood, the particular neighborhood, what if it said, Sold the house for 96% of asking price in seven days on the market, had 50 showings, right? Sold the home for, you know, you know, 106% of asking price. The average days on the market at North Reading is 17. I sold it in six, right? Don't you think that would have a little more weight than just, hey, I sold this one. I can sell yours too. Well, no shit, right? But you're not really selling the house. The buyer agents are, right? So what you're doing is you're creating the marketing. Right. What people don't understand is a listing agent isn't necessarily selling a house. They're marketing a home for other people, including people that may come in, come in through your own. Right? So, yeah, I want to be a seller's agent. Well, seller's agent, as a basic agent, is to pictures with your iPhone, throw it in the MLS, let the world come find you. Somebody some, somewhere along the line is going to like it. They're going to come in. They're going to give you an offer. And what have you done? Oh, boy, I'm, I'm the greatest. I sold your house. Right? Well, it doesn't really work that way. I mean, it can work that way. But that makes you a basic agent. That makes you doing the bare minimum. That's not going to help you turn that seller into three more sellers, right? Because all you've done is literally the basic stuff, right? Looking at a listing of ours on the weekend, the guy was missing, the particular agent was missing, you know, the description in the MLS that has where the rooms are. Well, I thought it would sell quick and didn't need to put the information in. Okay, well, you're missing half the listing sheet. You're doing the, base, you're doing the basic stuff, Right? The buy for me postcards aren't going to get it done, right? The click, the, the, the go to my website, you know, and search around for homes and see what you like and let me know. That's not going to get it done. It may get it done once you get them there, but you got to get them there, right? The hardest part of real estate is how to find a lead, right? We know that. The hardest part is how to find a lead. Once you get a lead in the street, it should be easy. Now, you, easy enough, meaning like you have them in your, in your sites, right? They're in your, your pocket. You're working with them. I'm working with a set of buyers. I'm working with a seller. That's easy, right? The hardest part is trying to find a lead, 
And if you if we continue and we're, or we're scared or we're afraid to kind of come out of the box a little bit and do a little more homework and make our ad a little more fancy or put a you know a better image on it or change our email signature to have the right address, right? I got an email the other day. The person doesn't have the right address on their email signature, right? How is that even possible? But it's possible, right? How can you come into real estate and not be willing to get yourself a headshot? It's the it's like the number one thing you need, right? It's more important than business cards. Business cards don't mean business cards mean nothing, nothing. People don't care, especially the ones that don't have addresses on them. Point of a business card, right? That's be, that's basic. Oh, I'll get my cards and get my profile set up and all this kind of stuff. And all of a sudden, you know, the the, the bees are going to swarm to my real estate honeypot. And all of a sudden, I'm going to have a whole bunch of buyers and a whole bunch of sellers. Right? Well, we all know that that's not how it works. So you want to go to Craigslist and you want to find renters? You want to find rental prospects? You want to find people who want to rent homes? Or you want to find landlords that want to, you know, list and, sell, you know, have you help them, you know, fill their vacancy? You have to do something to earn it. You have to do something to earn it. Well, what do we do to earn it, Evan? Well, you offer something that's enticing. Zero percent listing. List, you know, or put some, you know, no cost to you listing program, you know, rental management program, whatever, whatever the case is. I can go on and on about them, right? But all the, all the titles that we've used and all the, the Craigslist ads that we've used and all the material that we talk about week after week after week, you know, coming up with new topics, over, you know, week after week is difficult because we still kind of get stuck in that same old mud, right? And that same old mud is Craigslist isn't easy, so I don't want to do it, so I don't do it. I do it once or twice. Nothing comes of it. And then, Evan, the program sucks. Right? Well, the program doesn't suck. Your ad sucks. Right? The program doesn't suck. The links that you're putting on Craigslist don't work. Right? Your Craig, the Craigslist idea doesn't suck. Right? What sucks is we're doing it as basic people. And we teach you how to do it at basic level because most people can't comprehend the next level because the next level involves a little more time and a little more patience and a little more effort. Right? And that time, the patience, the effort is what is going to make something come to you. It's going to make something click, right? I'm, I personally am selling a house in North Reading right now. It's seven eighty nine. It was a personal referral. My, he's $150,000 higher than the next available comp, okay? So I had a showing on the weekend. That showing has interest in the property. That person is not being normal. That basic. That person is asking me, how do we arrive at the price? How did you get to seven eighty nine? And I have to be not normal and say, well, we did cost per square foot. Well, it doesn't make any sense. Well, sure it does. Here are the two comps that used included, included finished basements, right, which got us to our 3,600 square feet. The basement in our house is, is presumably finished, partial finished at, at, at worst. So if you take the living area and the basement, you put them together, you divide it by the purchase price, you get $175 for cost per square foot. Then if you go into the MLS and you do an average of, of, of sold, if you pull up the last sold in the last six months, and you see what the average cost per square foot is, you'll see it's 270 something dollars. So in my example, my house is underpriced, right? But most people are like, oh, gee, your house is overpriced, right? So that's what I'm talking about. You know, most people would say, gee, how'd you ride the purchase? Well, I don't know. The seller wanted, that's what the seller wanted. So that's what we put on the, house, on the market for, right? You have, to, you have to be willing to go that extra step, and you can't, you can't be, you know, kind of normal, Okay. So here's what I have for you. Here's my, my meat and potatoes, okay? I'm going to read you uh, one, two, three, four, five, seven of these. 
And most of you guys that are listening on the call right now are going to be like, but Evan, that's what you told me to do. But Evan, that's what you told me to do. Okay? So here's a list of the most frequently run offers that you can use to generate buyer leads. Okay? Now, most of us do these. They know how to do these, but we've got to do it a little bit better. We've got to get a little more, you know, salty. We've got to get a little more inquisitive. Right? I know I use the same examples week after week after week, but the same thing with the car dealer. Lease a Nissan Altima for $129 a month, you know, no money down. So you go to the dealership, hey, I want the $129 a month Altima, and it's the one in the back with one mirror, or they don't even have it and say, oh, sorry, we sold that one yesterday. Right? But they use those tactics to get the people into the lot. Right? Who's texting me? Let's see. Hold on a second. So, the, so here's one. The first one is the home list or the list of homes, right? Advertising a list of homes is fine, but you got to make it unique. You got to make it special. Homes in Wilmington with swimming pools. Homes in Wilmington with three car garages, right? And then you go in and you and you make your search and you create your link and and you get and you get you know down and dirty with it. But the the purpose is we want to get people to, to to put the ad out to understand how to make the link and understand how to capture the lead. Okay. Free list of homes in Wilmington. I can go to any one of number sites. I don't need to click on a Craigslist ad, right? So home, so home, the home list, right? Free list of homes in Wilmington. Free list of homes of three car garage in Wilmington. You know, free list of two family, you know, multi level homes in in Wilmington. Or let's say it's a town that doesn't have multi family homes. I just stick with with North Reading, right? There aren't any multi family homes in North Reading. Very few. So I would put rare multi family opportunity in North Reading. And then I put the link to go to multifamily homes, right? The home buyer quiz. What do you like better, A or B? Right? You want, you know, we put up an ad on on the ERA Facebook group uh, over the weekend. Which which four of those home flippers would you like to flip your house? Right? That's a pretty good ad. I bought it from my friend in Jersey. That's a pretty good ad. It's gotten a lot of responses because it's actually fun to see people's things. You know, the, the choice A, choice B, do you want a kitchen? Do you, you know, want kitchen A or kitchen B, right? Now, while those are good, what are they doing for your business? You're getting people to comment on it, but what are you doing with those comments? Or what are you doing with those likes and those shares? Are you going in and engaging those people to come back and like your Facebook page? How do you grow your Facebook page, right? You just hope that your mother, your sister, your dog, your cat, everybody's going to like your page and it's going to grow that way? No, it's not going to grow that way, right? You put out things like home quizzes. Things like, you know, open house strategies, you know, how to, how to navigate an open house as a buyer, right? You put those things out because you want people to engage with you, right? You want a person to say, oh, gee, you have a report on how to navigate an open house? Well, cool. I want to read that report, right? That's what you want. But most people don't do that. Most people don't click on the links and actually read the six tips to a successful open house from a buyer's perspective. But if you take those six tips and you record them as a podcast, and you put them up and you drive traffic to your audio and people see that you're actually a real person, right? And not just some cut and pasting kind of stuff to get people to like your page. You can say, gee, I got 2000 likes on my page, which is, it doesn't amount to Jack squat. That's not what we want to do. That's basic, right? Here's another basic one. The rent versus buy. Listen, every person in the planet knows quote unquote, that renting is not the best use of their money. Every single person knows that if they don't know that they're just, you know, they're just not okay, right? Everybody knows that. But there's a scenario in which renting makes sense to people. I myself rented for the better part of eight years. 
that's a better part of $2,300 a month. So flush that money down the toilet. But that made, that made sense for my family at the time. The last thing I want to hear is how much smarter it is to buy a house. What, are you going to insult me now? Oh, Evan, you're just wasting $2,300 a month. Well, no shit, but that's what I got to do right now. That's what makes sense to me. I have other goals, and to achieve those other goals, I need to rent. So that's what I'm going to do. So don't come to me in a rent versus buy scenario and tell me what a moron I am for renting, right? Because three years from now, I'll tell you what a moron I was if I would have bought the house that I didn't want to buy three years from now and was stuck in it. Then I'd be a real moron, right? So we don't want to come to those. People don't necessarily buy into that rent versus buy stuff. Okay, the home buyer guides. Oh, Evan, you got to have, you know, I, I, I tell you to do it. The home buyer guides, the home seller guides, they're hooks. They certainly are hooks. But you got to do it right. Right? You have to do it right. As, you know, Evan reveals his top 10 secrets on how to buy a home in North Reading or, North, or get the competitive advantage on, on the home searching process by using the major sites or something a little more unique. Something to say, hey, download my free home buyer guide and you'll be the smartest buyer on the planet. Right? People aren't doing that. That's basic. Right? The smart person says, you know, exclusive tips revealed by North Reading Real Estate agent Evan Russell on how to navigate the North Reading real estate market. Right? Now, they come to the same landing page, but we all know words and advertising. We all know different advertising and different things work. Keeping current matters is, 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 is kind of turned into a diluted necessary evil. You know why? Because people turn on the auto post and they've ignored it. They don't read what they put up. They don't put any caption with it. They just have Keeping Current Matters posted up for you with no text, and you don't get any clicks, you don't get any likes, and you say, Evan, Keeping Current Matters sucks. Keeping Current Matters is one of the best products out there. That's why I've referred probably 100 people to it, at least. I don't think I've paid for Keeping Current Matters in probably three years because every, every time someone comes in, I refer them to it. But they all do it to the basic functionality. Oh, it has an auto post? Oh, cool. Well, the auto post, the auto post doesn't allow you to put comments on it, to entice people as to why, as to why they should click on the post or read the article, right? If you just share the bullet, no one's going to come in. No one's going to think it's important. No one's going to think it's relevant. Make it relevant, right? Dialing for sale by owners, right? What are we going to say to for sale by owners? Oh, gee, let me help you. Why? Because you want to make the money? What are you really going to do to a for sale by owner to, to make them want to talk to you? So as an example, Again, I teach what I do. There's a for sale by owner in my community, which I just alluded to 10 minutes ago. I reached out to the guy. He's in the, he posted in a private group. We have a private Chestnut Grove uh, group. I went to him, private messaged him. I said, listen, I'm a real estate agent right here in town. I own a business right here in town. I live in your neighborhood. If I can do anything for you, please let me know. Right? I didn't say, hey, listen with me. Hey, man, I can save someone. I didn't say any of that crap. I planted a seed that says, listen, if you need some help, let me know. In the meantime, I'm going to share your listing. Right now, don't you think that's going to go a lot further than saying, "Gee, man, you're doing for sale by owner, dude. That sucks. No one's going to come visit you because you're not offering a cobra. No one wants to deal with for sale by owner. They want to deal with an agent. I'm the best agent in town. You should call me. Right? We want to build that trust in the relationship. That's why we got to change our headlines up. That's why we got to not be so basic. Right? If you're going to call for sale by owner, what value are you bringing to them? And not the value that Evan Russell teaches you. The value that you can believe in the value that you can go out in the street and bump, bump shoulders with a guy on the soccer field that says, yeah, I'm thinking about putting my house up for sale by owner. How are you going to combat that? That's a good way to go. Here's a couple of tips. Here's a different way, right? That's not being basic. Basic is, oh, geez, let me sell for you. 
I can do it for you. Yeah, sure you can. Four percent. And how are you different than every other agent that wants to bang on my door and do it for four percent? Right? You're not. You're gonna go onto your iPhone. You take your pictures. You put on the MLS. You wait for the world to see it. Well, anybody can do that. We've talked about it a thousand times. You know, any idiot can put a house on the MLS. You just tick the boxes. Right? That's not what we want to do. Same with the expired listing. Your mail expires, your call expires. Well, what item of value are you giving them? What are you doing? What does your letter say that the rest of the 50 letters they get when their home expires says? What's the difference? Right? How is your letter different? Why? Because it comes from you and you think the ERA logo is pretty? No. How, how is it different? So the basic approach is, here, man, you failed. Did you know your house came off the MLS? Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure I knew that because the sign's gone. Did you know I could put it back on the market? Yeah, I pretty much guessed that too. Well, do you know I do a better marketing plan? Okay, like what? Well, I'm going to put on Zillow. Yep, it was there too. Well, I'm going to put on Craigslist. All right, it was there too. Do you know what ERA does different? Do you know about the video tours and the microsites? Do you know about the property flyers? Do you know about that stuff? No. So how you go from being a basic agent to being, you know, a rock star agent is to understand the details of what you're doing and where they're at. Right? This one is new. It's my last one. I think it entices well is the coming soon, right, the coming soon listing. And you can flip that in many ways, coming soon in the North Reading market, right? There doesn't have to be a listing. Something's going to come on the market tomorrow. Something hits the market every day in most towns. Coming soon in North Reading, be the first to know. I have an inside track of what, of what hits the MLS before the, the aggregate sites do. The aggregate sites meaning truly a real Brazil, those types of things, right? I'm going to know before you, they're going to know. It may only be by half an hour or an hour, but I'm going to know. And I can make you, and I can let you be the first one in there. Right? What you have to do is you have to really think about what's just the basics, right? Throwing up my Craigslist ad, throwing a couple things in the mail, doing that sort of stuff is really not going to help you get down and dirty and be successful with it. Right? It's not. People have got some things to do during the day, which is totally fine. There's a lot of ways to let the machines do the work for you. There's a lot of ways to carve in some time during your, your, your day activity, whether it's babysitting or working or whatever. There's a lot of stuff that you can do. The point is you got to come in, you got to learn how to do it right, right? Because throwing, you know, shit against the wall that says, hey, click on my link and see all the Andover homes, right? The days of that enticing buyers is few and far between. And the buyers that we are enticing by doing that basic stuff are not the buyers we want to work with. Right? They're not necessarily the qualified ones. They're not necessarily the serious ones. They're just the ones that are just hunting around the Internet, putting their name in a box because they want to see the pictures. Then you call them 15 times and they don't answer. Right? So you're going to get better quality people by putting out better quality stuff. Right? It only, make, it only makes logical sense. Right? A Porsche costs $150,000 because it's better quality than anything else. So they can demand that. And the people that walk on a Porsche a lot, you know, demand a car that's 150000 if you're going to command 4% on your listing and the rest of the world is going to command 4% on the listing, what are you going to do that's different than the other 40 people they're going to talk to other than the fact that they might like you better or personality, right? Do you know what your do you know where, you know, you know what it is? Do you know how to answer that? How's the market? Oh, you know, a relatively new agent just joined us and she put it, you know, out on the Facebook group. I got a lot of nice things, a lot of nice comments. Hey, welcome. Good job. Congratulations. Hey, welcome to the team, all that kind of stuff. But the first thing she wants to do is say, okay, well, how's the market? And what's she going to say? Oh, you're real estate? Well, what's that mean? Right? Can you help my brother in Georgia? Can you help my cousin in Arizona? Right? 
Why'd you choose ERA versus the other people? Who else did you meet with? Right? Do we have those answers? Probably not in your first week. Probably don't. But those are the answers you want to choose. It's not just that, you know, Evan was, you know, whatever. His split's higher and he's nicer and he's cool. I mean, that's not why you joined. Might be why I joined. But you have to, you know, that's not going to be into the buying public. You know, why should I list with ERA Russell Rootsman North Reading when there's Remax and Malden right down the street? You got to know those things. And the basic agents can't answer those questions. Right? But the superstar agents can. Right? So we got to stop being basic. We got to stop being basic. We got to dig a little harder. We got to learn a little bit more technology. We got to focus more on putting up quality stuff and not, not, the, not the quantity, but the quality. We got to start by putting up, you know, good things that are going to count on Facebook. All right? Okay, guys, hope you enjoyed. That's about 19 minutes or so. I'm going to wrap it there. If you got any questions, let me know. And uh, have a good day. Later, guys. Thank you for listening to Handling Today's Consumers in Real Estate with your host, Evan Russell. To listen to a previous episode of our HTC podcast, you can visit evanlive.com or find him in the iTunes Music Store.